Welcome back to Bacon Wire, an MSU sports podcast on the Big Banter Podcast Network, emergency podcast. Uh, Lucas is here, friend Spartan Ryan filling in for Carter. Um, basically, if you're living under a rock or just woke up from a 22-hour coma, uh, welcome back. Uh, Mel Tucker is probably getting fired. It's not official yet. Um, he's been placed on suspension on, on unpaid leave uh, while the investigation wraps up. They expect that investigation uh, to culminate in a hearing on October 5th, um, in which case the results of the investigation will be made public. And then uh, the athletic department will be able to fire Mel Tucker for cause. Um, at at this point, um, I do not really, um, you know, the, the people I feel worse for are, are the kids. I mean, this is just a totally unfair situation um, they've been thrown in. You know, they, their families have been asked uh, to trust this man and his leadership that he will do everything necessary to uh, not only make them uh, make them better young men, but prepare them for the world um, after college, whether that be the NFL or another professional environment. Um, he has failed on all counts. And whether or not the investigation um, reflects that, or not, it, it is pretty clear that um, that Mel Tucker coached his last game uh, in a Mich- at Michigan State on Saturday. It's it's sad um, for the for the victims or victim for now. Um, it's sad for the players to wake up at like you know in the morning and find that find out this is happening. Um, it, it just, it's, it sucks for everybody involved. And, you know, it, you, you, I woke up around seven and it was just like, like kind of a blur, like, what did I miss? And then I just see it all come down and I'm like, there's no fucking way this dude coaches again in, in our, in our colors and, or any colors. And then, you know, what was it about three hours ago, it was broke breaking that he was getting fired basically or that the suspension was coming down yeah um yeah i just i you know the timeline the timeline is hard to parse um it, it, you know the usa today story was published at like 1 a.m. uh this morning uh followed up by an espn uh cliffs notes piece by dan murphy at, at like 3 a.m. And uh, basically, most MSU supporters woke up, um, woke up to this news. Um, and now, you know, I, you know, I, there's some questions about, you know, what did Holler know when? Why hadn't this come out sooner? Um, you know, a lot of people um, don't have a thorough understanding of Title IX investigations including myself so um i can't speak to that but i think at this point um 
MSU has lost has lost the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I, you know, it it is what it is. But when when you're pro when you're when your institution has the track record, it does. Um, you don't get to you don't get to sit up at a podium and answer three questions and walk away and think and think that was sufficient enough. Yeah, I I was up when this happened. Uh, the actually the first piece that came out was the ESPN one, and it was very yeah. vague. Um, so I was like, you know, I kind of want to see wait what and see what happens. And then the USA Today piece came out, and I was like, holy shit! Like, there is no way this dude's keeping his job. Like, you cannot. You know, more than anything, like I feel duped because I've done nothing but defend this dude for like four years, right? Even when the team was awful last year. Uh, like I, I thought like everything that you had seen, it seemed like, you know, he was a decent guy. Um, obviously not. He's a total piece of shit. Um, deserves none of that money that he got for that contract. And clearly they're going to fire him with cause. Like he's not going to get a dime from it. Yeah. Um, but this is just an absolute disaster. And I feel so bad. Like, like you guys said for the players that are in the program right now, for the guys that are committed. I just feel so bad because this is a guy that's supposed to be a leader of young men. And clearly he should not ever have a head coaching job again. He should never have a head coaching job again, because honestly, the best case scenario, and it's still a terrible scenario is that he was cheating on his wife with somebody while on the job. That's fireable period. You cannot do that. And he get he 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 did it to himself. And I have zero nobody should have any sympathy for this man. Please just get out of East Lansing. I I I'm so pissed. I'm so angry right now. It's it's so frustrating that this shit continues to happen at Michigan State. I, I am just appalled by it. It's, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I, I think Sanjo put it best, right? Like the most generous, the most generous reading of this situation towards Tucker is a Hugh Freeze, Ime Adolka, uh situation, right? And and in both those cases, they were both fired for cause. So even if like, even if everything Tucker is saying is true, like he still should be fired for cause because even what he's like copying to publicly and in in the course of the investigation, like, is unbelievably unethical and totally fireable. So I just don't – yeah, and I'm with you, Ryan. Like, it's just so hard to see my alma mater fuck up time and time and time again. And, you know, it's just it, – it's, it's at a point now – where MSU is going to has to find a new president. They then probably have to go find a new AD and then they have to employ probably the most important position in the athletic department. So you have three massive roles to fill and you have to fill it in order in like four months. Who wants this job? Who wants this job? Serious serious question. Who the fuck is going to want to take this job? That's what I'm saying, right? Because here's the situation. Here's the situation a new head coach is going to be walking into. 
This roster has been decimated twice in five years. There is absolutely zero depth. Okay. So you're walking up, you're you're walking into this program with with basically zero depth. There is going to be a mass exodus, and rightfully so. These players deserve to find a coach who is not going to let them down. Okay. Um, for those who stay, you'll be your Spartan dog. For those who leave, you're a Spartan dog. Thank you yep. for your service. We were all duped. It wasn't just you, right? We were duped as adults, right? Imagine mm-hmm. how someone who who signed a piece of paper when they were 17 feel right now. It, it's just, it's it's an incredibly bad situation, not only in terms of the university, but like this, this could be another MSU. This is probably going to result in another MSU football dog. I don't see how I don't see how the program doesn't doesn't struggle for the next 10 years after see, after this. I don't totally agree with that because you can hit on a coach. I mean, look at Baylor. We all thought they were done after Riles. I hire Matt Rule. And I'm not saying MSU is gonna hire a Matt Rule type of guy. I, I'm not saying that, but it's possible that they find like another, like obviously it's not highly likely, but it's possible they find like another Mark Antonio. Like it can happen. So I'm not going to say that they're going to suck for 10 years, but these next couple of years are going to be rough. Like it, it yeah. is going to be bad. But look, look at the road, look at the road that led to Mark Antonio though, right? I mean, though, I mean, that was basic from the time Saban left to the time D'Antonio took over. That's what, eight years? I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're staring down the barrel of. You know, a lot of people are are sh- are throwing out names like Sean Lewis, Mike Elko, uh, Chris Kleinman at, at Kansas State. Like, I don't know why Kleinman would leave Case. Right? Why would Why would any of those guys leave? I I could understand Elko, but I there's no way that Chris Kleinman is leaving to take the job here right now. Like, I I just don't see that. I I could see a guy like Elko though, because let's be honest, Duke not a football school, like at all. So, obviously, MSU is more of a basketball school. With, like, they have more resources in football than Duke does. Like, the one thing that I'll say, we did get the facility upgrades, right? That's going to be attractive to a coach. We – I don't know about the NIL structure, but, like, it's not, like, the worst in the world. Um, who knows what's going to happen? I, I, I really just don't know, but it's – we're not going to get like a big name coach. That's not happening. Speaking of the NIL infrastructure, the absolute fucking fortitude of Mel Tucker. Yes. While he knows there's an active investigation going on around him to sit down and to whine and bitch to Graham Couch about MSU's NIL infrastructure when he knows he damn well likely cannot is not going to be able to reap the benefits of whatever increased NIL infrastructure infrastructure comes about of that conversation is just like a, it's a it's not it's something that's overused I think and overdiagnosed it they, that was just pure narcissism I mean to believe that you were so untouchable that you were able to do what you've done to know that there's an investigation happening right at a place like msu and for you to just go 
yeah, the NIL sucks. Is just so unbelievable. <laughs> See, I cannot. I I I defended that, by the way, because honestly, everybody was doing that. But the fact that this dude, like you said, was under investigation, probably had a good idea he wasn't going to keep his job. Like, there's no way he like is he that narcissistic that he thought, yeah, I'm going to come out of this, okay? Um, unbelievable that he was asking that. Um, and I I just. I'm so bad at him. Like I, 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 the words cannot describe how angry I am. I ha- how much anger I have towards Mel Tucker right now. He just like like we've said, he duped the hell out of every single one of us. I hate to say it, but the broke buff fans were right. <laughs> they were they were right. Uh, on, I, <laughs> you know, I I kind of called it last year, and everyone yelled at me. And granted. I was talking about on-field performance, but you know, I'm throwing this in the pile of SD wasn't SD wasn't wrong. He was early. I'm counting it as a win. I need a fucking win today. I'm gonna take it. I just don't like. Okay, so moving forward, Harlan Barnett is the is the interim head coach. Um, I think of the staff who was there. Um. I think Harlan was probably the second best option behind Cap, honestly, just in terms of just in terms of leadership potential. I have my problems with Cap as a technical coach, okay? But he but he was associate head coach, right? That was his thing. So that was his title technically. Um, you know, Harlan, okay. Um, and then, you know, having D'Antonio come back in some kind of like, I don't know, uh, like junior soprano role as like consigliere or whatever. Um, you know, it, it just, it is what it is. But like now it's like, what is the, what does any of this even matter? Like the rest of the season, it's just about the, like, I, I hope the kids go out there and play their asses off the rest of the year so that they can find good landing spots for them. That that's That's the hope, right? Like, I don't, I'm not going to, any portal entry is not going to be met with any vitriol. And no. it shouldn't be met with any vitriol. I, I, I like the Antonio move, by the way. I, I, I know everybody in here ripped him for the last, what, five years or whatever it was. Like, it wasn't good, but he's not, I, I, I think that it's good to have him on as an advisor. He has the experience. I think the fan base will get behind it. And, you know, at, at this point, you don't really have a choice, right? Like, I I wanted Cordy Hawkins to get the interim job because I th- I felt like he he, he would have brought a burst of energy uh, as a head coach, and I think the players would have really gotten behind him. It maybe you know maybe it works with Harlan that way. But it's it's interesting that the that they said that Alan Heller made it a point to say the players were very fired up for D'Antonio. Because so, yeah, some of them were recruited by him. They were yeah. his recruits. I mean, they should be excited. They know it's awesome for them. No, I'm so, I'm I'm thrilled with seeing Antonio back. It's going to be cool to see him out there. And you know, two years ago, I was like, this guy should not be walking on the sidelines. But you know, it, I was just upset with how he left the program. I think a lot of us were. I'm over it. 
And if he's good, if he's willing to come back from like, just basically getting a nice salary and being a grandpa and like being an ambassador of the program to like, I'm going to be a full-time coach basically again for a couple more months, then you know what, man, if you, you're coming back to help us, no, we're good. Clean yeah, slate. He- he 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 absolutely yeah absolutely the, the, he, the king has returned like he absolutely and you know what he just looks honestly i'm sure you guys have seen pictures of him last week, couple, he looks so good he looks so much happier and for him to come back and be willing to do this i have so much respect for that seriously yep. he, he could he could have said he could have said i don't want to do this shit yeah he could he, he could have said go fuck yourself but yep especially with how it ended you know when you know, we said, well, we need a replacement if you're going to walk. And then he said, well, I walk like for him to like, just come back. And I'm sure he talked to like his wife and uh, maybe his, his daughters, you know, especially since he is a grandpa, but it's like, you know, if that were my dad, I'd be like, you know, it's only a couple months. It's not like he's going to, I mean, you never know what could happen, but the chances of him coming back full time are very, 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 very slim. Unless he has that fire him again, but he's what almost seventy. He's I think he's seventy now. Yeah, like that's not that's not gonna work. But um, you know, I mean, it, I don't know, Lucas. Obviously, it's a different era. But Bill, I remember Bill Snyder came back at Kansas State, if, and they, you know, if he could be more of a CEO, except not a bust like Herm Edwards, right. like it could work. But um, I agree with Ryan. I, I think this program might hurt for a little bit, but I think we it can be salvaged. It. It's not like we're going into like a death penalty type of thing. We're going to be hurt. Like October 6th, which is my anniversary, and and actually the day Spartan Stadium opened 100 years ago, October 6th of all days, say they do say, okay, the investigation's done, Mel Tucker's fired with cause, all of his money's gone. Bye-bye, $80 million. Um, yeah, that for for 30 days, players can enter the transfer portal, effective that time. And anyone is up for grabs. So it's going to be a rough, I'd say two to three weeks for us. I think guys are going to, I think guys are going to stick out the season. There's there's no point. There's going to be some that will act brash. You know that they're, they're kids and I don't blame them for it. There's going to be some that are probably telling their parents what's going on. They're probably like, well, the second, the second that this happens, you know, you've got a backup option and -and so-and-so that's going to be stable. Like I'm not saying, Florida State, but, you know, like, say there's Florida State or, you know, there's, like, a, uh, you know, a different Big Ten school that has a backup option for you, you know, let's do that. Um, Stability is going to be tough, but if Antonio and Barnett are here to keep the ship going, I feel pretty good. Um, I think SD would have committed Sapuku if it said interim head coach Jay Johnson. (laughs) I would have... I would have lit myself on fire. <laughs> you, you would have put it would have been like Red Dragon where the where Philip Seymour Hoffman's like in a wheelchair being put down the road on fire. That would have been yeah, no, it would have been like it it would have been like the uh the cover of Rage Against the Machine soft title. <laughs> that's, just, that really happened too. That's a real that's I a know. real person. I know. I, I legitimately would have set myself on fire, Jay Johnson. Um, uh, no, but the one thing that I'm thinking about is Caps, the the associate head coach, or was not anymore, obviously, pretty much. But like, if if he doesn't want it, and you know, Scotty and Jay didn't want it, I mean, 
that kind of shows that obviously like I mean duh they're out the door but like you know this is their last season but that, that is kind of alarming if none of those guys even said you know what I think I can lead this team you know get them through the rest of the year but maybe it wasn't their call maybe it actually I wasn't I don't think it was I think that they went with Harlan because they knew if Harlan right. was the was the guy D'Antonio would come back because obviously they have a lot of familiarity with each other. I think that was probably part of the deal is that yeah. Harlan was going to be the interim guy and then coach D would come back and help out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's probably it. Um, I really don't. Um, I, you know, honestly, I think that's probably the um, Harlan's probably the right move. Right. Mm-hmm. Because unless you're giving unless you're giving the permanent job to Scotty or Jay or cap, they're not sticking around next year anyway. So, you know, Harlan, you could keep on in a senior advisory role. D'Antonio has obviously been involved with the program in uh, an advisory role. So you have, so you have that continuity, that familiarity there. So I, you know, ultimately I think that was probably, that was probably the best move just in, just for the short-term health of, of both the roster composition and the program. I, I do I do tend to agree with Ryan. I, I really can't see a mad rush to the transfer portal midseason. Um, I don't think a lot of teams are going to be looking either. Um, you know, I, I, I will expect a mass exodus here, you know, at the end. Um, mm. At the end of the season, you know, kind of as, as teams are kind of resetting and and doing their roster construction, but you know, I don't know, I don't know, like what team is going to be able to just like plug in. It's going to be able to plug in Cal Holiday like in in mid October. Right? There, there are certain guys that are program guys. I think a guy like Cal is not going anywhere. Or, right, but I'm just saying, know. like as an example, right? right? Like, like how are you gonna how are you gonna work like a Christian Fitzpatrick in your game plan? If you're if you're a team who's going to offer him out of the portal midseason, you're basically punting on the year at that point. And I think the calculus is I could put up more tape and get out there more if I stay the rest of the season versus jumping in now. I mean, Lucas is right. There's going to be a couple of rash decisions. As long as we guys. keep Jonathan Kim, we need to keep Jonathan Kim. <laughs> yes. We got to keep him. You, you know, the sad part is we, we played decently on Saturday. None of us give a shit about it anymore. Like they, they played all right. They looked like Noah Kim looked solid. Nobody gives a shit. Because of all because our coach is was a fucking moron and couldn't keep his dick in his pants. It's no, just ridiculous. The most expensive uh, never mind. I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. it's like if you, you if you I weren't I, I told this to Cassie, I'm like, if you weren't diabolically horny. You you probably have eighty million dollars waiting for you at some point. <laughs> like, how stupid do you have to be to do something like this? It's that power. is just like that it's is power. just ridiculous. No, how Lucas dumb. is Lucas is right, right? Like it's power. The the people like all people in power are fucked up because you have to be so fucked in the head to believe that you know what's best for that you know what's best that you believe that you should be in charge of being like a god to to a certain amount of people right every coach every leader every ceo 
everyone in Congress, they all have fucking God complexes, right? It's just there are people that are smart enough to understand that you can't get too wild because you're going to lose everything. And there are people who are too dumb to care. And and fortunately, Mel Tucker was one of the people who was dumb enough to care. So now we're in a situation where we have to find someone who both is an asshole enough to want to be a head coach and is a smart enough of an asshole to not fuck up this bad. And that is a hard, hard line to tell. There's, there's a reason why a lot of the, most of these coaching hires fail everywhere. And that's part of the reason why, you know, it's um, going back to the players, man. I, everybody should be getting behind these guys. They yep. did nothing wrong. Every, I, I am, I'm so excited for this game on Saturday. I really, I'm really excited. Um, I can't wait to get there and cheer those guys on, man. They, they deserve everybody's support. Uh, I, I feel horrible for them, but hopefully they can make the best of a bad situation. And uh, I'm sure these guys are going to play their asses off. Yeah, like I said in Brett's space, um, I don't know if you guys ran it or not. I I popped in for a sec. Um, I You know, this morning I was like, I don't know if I want to go another game. You know, you just kind of get that deflated feeling. But, you know, like I think Mitch said it to me and Ryan did too. Like you just you gotta support these guys, and it's not like the whole team knew this shit was going on. That would be like whoa, you know that's like <laughs> way off, but um way out there. But I I want to go and support them, and you know what? It's gonna be pretty fucking cool to see D'Antonio lead this team. Well, or, yeah, you got the you got the whole you got the rose the Rose Bowl reunion. That is gonna be yeah. fucking awesome, dude. Seriously. Like I was like, man, maybe someone joked, maybe they should wait until next year, give it an eleventh year anniversary. And but it's like this is the medicine we need. And will this Washington game go well? Probably not. But like, you know, if we have that juice that D'Antonio's there leading these guys with Harlan, and we have that juice that the fucking Rose Bowl team, the best team in our lifetime, is there. You never know, man. You never know what could happen. Um, I, I totally agree. I, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be something to see on Saturday. I am, I think I said, man, I cannot wait. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's just I don't know. Like, um, part of me, you know, obviously I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna support the kids, and I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna make sure that you know what I what I put out there. Um, is nothing but supportive to to the players. Um, you know, ultimately, um, whatever happens, I, I'm of two minds. Uh, one is, you know, one is, okay, um, let's go hit on another one, right? Like that endless optimism. And the other one is, um, this is, this is not good. MSU is going to be in the basement for a while because, you know, you just you look at the institutional culture at Michigan State, and it is not a breeding ground for success. You have an interim president who has already taken her name out of consideration for um, for the full time position. You have an athletic director who is probably also getting fired. Uh, and now, I don't, I don't see how they're making it out. I don't. 
Yeah, I mean, just just the optics of it look bad. Yeah. Like it's even if he didn't do anything wrong. I forgot so... he was the vice president of MSU. Well, it's like a it's like a title. It's like vice president, right? But and director. I'd be like, just leave that out. Just call me athletic director. Um, yeah, I just he doesn't make it out. He he will be fired at season's end. No, it's like a, it's like a GM hire, right? You hire, yeah. you know, your your success or your failure is tied to 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 program success, and more often than not, people define program success as your success as a basketball and a football coach. Right. You know, it, Izzo, Izzo, in the best way possible, is a cockroach. He will outlast all of this. <laughs> but, you know, your identity is tied to Mel Tucker. You authorized that contract extension. You offered it to him. You negotiated. Uh, you Like it or not, you hitched your boat to Mel Tucker. That boat's sinking. Guess what? You're also going down. And he, he, he wasn't the AD. I think it was still, it was Beekman, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he he helped lead the search. Though. He was he, he advocated for him over yes. um, Fickle. He did, and man. What could have been if we? I was we just. Didn't I, I, we didn't obsess uh, over his fucking shoes, man. Maybe Luke Fickle's our coach. You know the funny part. Like I get why they didn't want to wind up here because obviously wife, they was. were they they weren't wrong because no it's a fucking shit show. But it is well, kind of funny that they had an AD that was dicking around. He, had, he was working for an AD at Cincinnati who was dicking around there and uh, wound up at USC and he got fired there. So it's not, I mean, it's, dude, it's shit. And, you know, I'm not going to offend Mel Tucker by any means. He's a fucking idiot. He got caught. There, there has got to be, this shit has got to happen at other places too. Like, there's no way in hell. Like, you know, look at look at Hugh Freeze, prime example. The guy is still somehow fucking coaching somewhere. I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. Our Bryles, well, I'll say this: he doesn't. He is not getting another. Did he get another job? He's at Oklahoma. He I saw he was. I think he visited there. I he might be visiting, but he he he's probably going to. You you know what's going to happen is Mel Tucker will get fired. He's gonna he's gonna disappear for a couple of years. Then guess who's going to come calling for him? Nick Nick Saban. Liberty. Have Nick Saban. You know it. You I, I know don't even think he'll do that. I no. Don't think, I, see, here's the thing, and I had this conversation with friends elsewhere. Saban Saban takes some coaches who got fired for performance reasons. Yes. Right. Like true. It, and you know, has like, some morality. You can bring up Sark as an example, but like I don't know, like Sark's an addict. That's not necessarily like. A moral failing it's it's a it's a chemical imbalance in the brain that causes dependence on substances right so you know you look at that you look at guys like sart you know when that example is brought up these are all guys who were fired as head coaches because they weren't good head coaches so what do they do they take a job where their buyout isn't affected and yeah. they go and they learn from nick saban and they like, they're they're like Braun is like analysts or something. Right, right. Yeah. And and you know, ultimately, like ultimately they either work their way up the ladder or they get hired away somewhere else, right? In but he doesn't bring on guys who were who were fired for shit like this. And true. I know he's I know he's a part of the tree and all that stuff, but I just don't there's no like there's you no can, coming back from this. You cannot have this dude leading young men. 
after this shit. Like, there, there's no way that you can, like, stay with a straight face. Yeah, I, I would let that guy lead my son. Uh, and uh, coach him. I, I understand Hugh Freeze. I, I still say the same thing. I do not understand how anybody can send their kid to go play for fucking Hugh Freeze. Yeah, like, Auburn has not, no morals, dude. Right. <laughs> it's especially you could. <laughs> I know someone who would send their kid to go to play for Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's this is just a mess, man. And, and I, I'm trying not to look too far ahead. I'm trying to keep it in the short term, but it's just like you look at it past the scene. It's like, oh my god, man! Like we are, what the fuck are we gonna do? Like it's, it's such a mess. We're in danger of being a bottom tier Big Ten program with the teams coming in. It I would sucks. say I would say that's almost a guaranteed certainty. Yeah, for a while really, it's going to be a guarantee for a while, no matter really, who's the head coach, because it's going to be a rebuild. It really sucks because MSU has the resources to be a top tier program, right? It's our administration and idiots that get in the way every single time. Every time, man. I mean, yeah. just go look at the last thirty years. Seriously, it's it's like. We had what 10, 10 good seasons out of those 30, right? And that if was when that, we didn't have yeah, we that's when for the most part we didn't have the administration fucking shit up. But in the past, like with Nick Saban, that's he left because the administration wouldn't pay him money. Like and the list goes on and on and on, obviously, and then you'd wind up with Bobby Williams and John L. Smith. We all know how that went. But MSU just gets in their own way. Like all the time, and it, that's what makes it so frustrating. Ultimately, I like the the next president, the next AD, the next head football coach cannot come from within these. Cannot come from within the walls of MSU. No, they all need to be outsiders. You cannot. It needs to be someone completely outside. Not like right. I don't want. I don't want any ties to MSU. To be honest. No. Honestly, the, the only guy, and this this is the, there would have to be a lot of shit for this to happen, is if D'Antonio wanted to stay on, and there would have to be a lot of caveats for that for me to be okay with it. Ultimately, but, yeah. Ultimately, here's here's the success. Here's the success for MSU. Here's the path forward for MSU that doesn't lead to us becoming Rutgers. You have to you have to take you you have to. Alan Holler or whoever has to shore up booster support because they were already on the fence before they were already, they were already kind of Rocky. Right. And now you introduce, and now you introduce this into the mix. They're going to have alligator arms. You need to get them back in line. You need to figure it out. Okay. Um, You need to go out and you need to invest in a proven program builder. Okay. You can't don't hire someone like Sean Lewis. Okay. Don't you need to go out and you need to get a guy like Jason Candle at Toledo or huh, or Mike who's, Elko. Who's right? the dude at Wake Forest? Uh fuck, what's his name? Um I want Clawson. Dave Clawson, yeah. Like Dave Clawson at Wake Forest, right? You need to get one of these guys who who has who has a track record of doing of doing more with less? You then need to give them the assistant pool necessary for them to bring on 
to bring on top assistants. You then need to not pay him so much on the front end, and you need to parlay that money into an NIL collective to, to rebuild the roster. Because that's part of the reason why there's not the NIL money is because we paid fucking Mel too much. And, you know, Graham Couch kind of says this all the time. MSU needs to choose who they want to be, a basketball school or football school. I reject that concept wholeheartedly. I agree. I reject it on its face. It's a ridiculous notion. MSU has 550,000 living alumni, one of the largest living alumni bases in the country. Most of these alumni, most of those living alumni live in Michigan, okay, or in the Midwest. All right. They care about the school. They do. I care about the school so deeply. I am so frustrated that, again, again, MSU is, is, in, is in the national headlines for a massive, massive, massive fuck up. Okay? So you need – so this is what needs to happen. You need to hire people on the outside. I don't want any ties to Michigan State prior to, to them working for MSU. You then need to hire a program building head coach, pay him less salary, give him whatever assistant pool he needs, and you need to parlay that money into an NIL collective. That's the blueprint for success going forward. Okay. You're not gonna you're not gonna lure you're not gonna lure Dion away from, from <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna I don't think you're you're not gonna get Chris Kleiman. You're probably not gonna get Mike Elko. Okay, you need to find a guy who is going to be a steady hand going forward, and we're going to have to eat shit for a while. That's that's what it's going to be. Okay, we may not be, we're not going to be in the playoff for a while. We're not going to be in a major bowl game for a while. This it's what it it's what it is. It's what it's going to have to be for a while. SD, and, I don't. Sorry, I don't totally agree with you on the Dion thing because the the Colorado literally did not have enough money to pay him. I, I don't give a shit. You go after him. Like you have got to at least call him and see what he says, right? I mean Do you yeah. agree with that? I mean I agree, but I don't know. I would prefer like here's what I need. I need a steady hand. I don't need the splashy hug. All right. And he the thing with him is he's not if he comes here, he's not sticking around long term. He will he right. will bull. You need you need a guy who's gonna be here five years, eight years, twelve years. Okay, you need the next Antonio. You need another. You need to find another D'Antonio. If I'm, I'm backing up the Brinks personally. I'm backing up the Brinks truck for Jason Candlelight. For who? Jason Candlelight. I, I, I think I do. I do think that would be a solid hire. Hire. Obviously, he's not a flashy big name. name. Jason Candle. At Toledo. They've been. They've been good. They've been. They've been good for what the last three, four years. They've been really good. Yes, he has. Jake, yeah, Candle has methodically and consistently built Toledo to a point where they they are a perennial contender. Contender. Wow, he's got a pretty good record. How, what's, do you know how old he is? He, he is, is forty three. He's forty three. Oh, that's, that's, that's exactly the guy you want to hire. Then his record is younger. Fifty four and thirty three, and thirty five and nineteen in the MAC over. Um, they haven't played a conference game this year, but over eight years, they almost beat Illinois week one too. They 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 had a lead late and they blew it. And Illinois, I'm, might I'm be, on board with this. Yeah, that's 
that's that has to be that has to be your first call. That has to be the first guy you call. You cannot fuck around, and and you can't go around and go star fucking. You just you can't. What do you what do you think about what do you think about Jim Leonard? Do you think I like it? Be- I like Leonard. I don't really it's safe. I think Leonard wants to be in the NFL, so I I I need a college lifer. Okay, I okay. need a college lifer. I personally I like Leonard. I think he'd be a good hire, but he's not going to be around for he's not going to be around for ten years. I need a guy who is going to who is going to tear this thing down to the fucking studs and rebuild it in his image. Okay, that's what I need, and. I think Jason Candle is that guy. You need to fucking you you need to get him whatever he needs. I'm on board with that. I I, I yeah, I didn't know he was that young. That's that is that's a definite strong point with him. I uh, and that was another thing about Mel is he was a younger guy, obviously total fucking disaster. But I mean that was one of the things that we were like, well, he's a younger guy. So I you know I it, regardless, man, like this, this is just not a good, obviously a bad, awful situation. Um, and whoever the guy that's coming in is going to have to bring in a shitload of dudes from the portal. Like, yeah, you never know. Could work. Could work pretty quickly. It worked. <laughs> worked for us. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, oh. I was going to say before they just beat the shit out of Seattle that maybe if Sean McVay wants to leave. You know, we call him, see his thoughts, bringing an offensive genius to East Lansing can't hurt, but we're back. So I'm not going to – we're not giving up on him. Um, that's, a, that's a joke. But, yeah, I like the Jason Candle hire. Like someone young, someone early to mid, late 30s, early 40s, that's the move. The dude at ASU, too, uh, kind of like him, Dillingham. He's like, he, he he's at NFL ASU. Guy, he's an alumni. He'll, he's an ASU alumni. Grew okay. up in Arizona. He's he's there. He's staying. Yeah, he's not. He's not. I didn't. There. I didn't know he was an alum there. Okay, that's probably you know go then. So, um, you know, I'm I'm glad. Um, I'm I'm glad Lucas kind of cracked the seal on jokes, um, because fellas, um, retrospectively. How glad are we that we didn't get invited to Thy Shadows? <laughs> Tough look. Tough look. I am so out, dude. I'm not even going to lie, and I'll admit this as I sound stupid. I was going to bring my helmet to the coaches' show last week and get it signed. I am so fucking happy I did not do that. So happy I didn't do that. Some people are probably deleting pictures with uh, a certain coach right now. Oh, my God, um, man. I, yeah, I want nothing to do with this man ever again. Like, it is just so – God, this is so embarrassing. Like, I, I, I was embarrassed. I was to the point where I was I, – I wear MSU stuff almost every day. And even today, I was like, I can't do this today. Yeah, I didn't do it today. I was so I the score, I'm like, someone's going to say something to me. Like, fuck, I don't feel like dealing with it. Um, yeah, that's it, – it's just a brutal, brutal, brutal day. Um, well, we'll persevere. You know, let's move on. Fuck them. Um he can go to hell, asshole bitch. Um, let's support the players, you know. Keep going to the games. Don't – here's the thing. 
you've already paid for you. If you have a ticket to a game and you've already paid for it. If you have season tickets, yes, correct. If you have season tickets or if you bought tickets to a game in the future, you're not a season ticket. You've already paid it. You've already paid your money. Go. Go. If you want to sell it, good luck to you. But like, just just fucking go. Like support, yeah, support players, support, support, support D'Antonio, support our king coming back to us. Support the man who said originally he flipped us off, but then he's like, you know what? You guys need me. He's like uh like that South Park episode where they find um Freddy Krueger chopping wood and then in Sheepshin episode. And they're yeah. like, like, yeah, we need you. We need you, Coach D. Coach D's just holding his grandkid and he's like <sighs> That, that shit, I, obviously, obviously all three of us were pissed at him. And you know what? We have the right to be, but... A lot of people were. You, you got you got to at least respect the dude for being willing to come back and deal with this shit show. Like, I, I can't think of many people that would be willing to do that. So, you know what? Props to him. And I, I got nothing but respect for that. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm ready to forgive and forget. And if he can help Harlan Barnett, if he and Harlan can lead us to a bowl game... I would, I think, I think build the statue, build the statue. It's time. Not, not a fan of building statues of living people because uh, we know how that, or building statues almost at this point period, because we all know how that's going at another place. So, <laughs> but well, I get what you're saying. Statue with like a platform that we can easily use a forklift and just move it if needed. And then if like his legacy stays, we can like cement it in or something. We'll do yeah, that. the world's by, by, the world's most removable statue. Yeah. By the by the way, speaking of that, it is so ridiculous to see these people trying to concern troll or act like they give a shit about like Michigan fans. It, it, they have no. They're bitching about D'Antonio coming back. They, he no. let's keep it real. He did nothing wrong. At, uh, other than leave the program in a bad spot when he left. He, th- th- these guys wanted him so badly to be guilty of something because he kicked their ass for so many years. And Michigan these guys are is coming back. It, it is just ridiculous watching these guys. Like, I don't give a shit about what you guys think. You guys literally have a statue of a guy who enabled sexual assault. Sorry, you guys don't get to talk about this. Please shut the fuck up. Yep. Michigan's daddy is coming back. Imagine, imagine we beat them with him one more time. They would, oh my God, that fan Dude, base would just—they would lose their shit. We, they would, they would, they would swallow the batteries that we're throwing at them in Spartan Stadium. I would just—I don't know. I'm just like the expectations for the season right now. Just like, well, I, I, still, I, think, I still think we can make a ball. I still do. That should be that should be the goal. I think that that's that should be the goal at this point. Get to a bowl game. Yep. All right. We can get there. Get to a bowl game. Get these kids the extra practice. Get them the film they need. To get them the film they need to to be able to either, you know, go on to the NFL or go to their next place or you know, maybe 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 they'll stay. And if they do stay, you're fucking you're blood in blood out for life. I absolutely. So, yeah. Well, I think we said about what we what we can say right now. Uh, yeah, whatever. I I think we're we'll be back later in the week with Carter. Um, yeah, you know, hopefully we'll have a little more details. We'll attempt to preview Washington, um, if that's even possible at this point. Um, Ryan, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks um, for having me on, fellas. I appreciate thank, it. And I'll just I'll end with this. Okay, um, Brett Brett put it pretty well. 
um, I'm going to put my own my whole my own spin on it. Um, no one person is bigger than Michigan State. Yep. Okay. This is this is a school with fifty thousand undergraduates, five hundred and fifty thousand living alumni. One guy being a sex pest does not define does not define what being an MSU Spartan, a Spartan alumni, a Spartan fan, any of that means. Okay, that cannot be taken away from you through tragedy, through scandal, through ups, downs, ins, outs, sideways. That cannot be taken away. Okay, you are a Spartan dog for life. Be proud of that. Yep. Um, there is nothing. There is that you can you can hang the time for hanging your head um, is is later. Okay. Now's the time to rally. Get behind. Get behind Harlan. Get behind Coach D. Get behind these. Get behind these kids who are going to go out there and play their asses off on Saturday, just like they always were going to. All right. And and you know be loud. Um, Tell a green seat mafia member to shut the fuck up if they're telling you to if they're telling you to sit down and be quiet. We're gonna need right? it. You're a Spartan, okay? That's today doesn't change that. Nothing will ever, ever, ever change that. You are yep. a Spartan, all right? Yep. Stick together, be together, and the one thing I'm proudest of, I will say, the one thing I'm proudest of in this Twitter community, in the Wire Spartan community. Is that there is a zero tolerance for wrongdoing and bullshit? Okay. Um, Spiro said it in his space last night. You know, the the I can think of the town halls Dwayne Simon held, where she was just getting grilled relentlessly by students and alumni. The support that the protests against Simon and the administration had in the wake of Nasser. Um, just the way the way the the community rallied after what happened in February, um, just constantly um, reassures me that I made the right decision to go to Michigan State University, and my continue and my continued support of Michigan State does not go unappreciated. It doesn't go on. Um, it doesn't go unrewarded. I'm you know I'm I'm not really rewarded with on field results, but I'm rewarded with a community that knows for what's right, stands up for what's right, acts on what's right constantly. And there's not a lot of places in the country that can say that. I'm eternally grateful for being a Spartan. You should be too. What happened in the past 18 hours does not change that. One football coach can't dictate your your Spartan pride. Um, go up, If you're going Saturday, be fucking loud. Yep. Be, be supportive. And if you're not going Saturday, watch. Watch for the kids who who are going to play their asses off. Watch for uh, watch for Coach D'Antonio who uh, who is coming back to a job that nearly fucking killed him uh, because he loves this place so much. We'll be fine. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. There's gonna be there's gonna be some there's gonna be some bumps and bruises, but Spartans stop fighting when they're dead. And that's well we'll, we'll end on that. Could not agree more, brother. We'll be back midweek. Uh, fellas, go green. Go white. Go white.